Hello and welcome back to Room Escape Divas, a podcast about room escapes. <laughs> and today we're just going to talk about Errol's Boston trip and oh. a bunch of other fun stuff that Mike and Ruby have been doing <laughs> without us. A little late there. <laughs> no, why would we delete that? No, this he said is, a little late. Oh, a little late. Oh, about our wooing? Yeah. yeah. Oh, we're excited again because Mike and Ruby are here. Yay. So we can all talk together. Yay. Man Pants has alcohol. It's <laughs> so Jew. So Jew. I had my very, I was explaining to Mike and Ruby and Man Pants when I was in Boston. I had soju, so oh. I had like two or three shots. We were at a Korean place, and this is a, this is a big thing because Errol doesn't normally have alcohol, and no, just, he did I, last night too. A cider. What? I had were, three sips of a cider. You were like gulping it. No, I wasn't. Oh, yeah. no, no, no. If I was gulping it, I would admit to it because I had like you know three shots of soju. We poured are, it all out. Are you that stressed shot, about shot? ghosters? Oh yeah. <laughs> Ghosters. See previous podcast for <laughs> reference. Ghosters, I don't understand them. Anyway, it was it was fun because this was with a, with, a, with my original board game friend oh. from like over fifteen years ago. Holy wow. shoot! And he lives in Pennsylvania right now. His name is Jesse Polhemus, and we used to run a board game group. Actually, it ended when Zoe was born. So I don't oh. know if you know this story, Karen. <laughs> so, I'm preg. I'm having this child right now. You should cancel your game night. And it's like, but everybody's already coming. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was on oh, a Tuesday. It was no. on a Tuesday, and that's when Zoe was coming out. And uh, I was, do I do I have time to contact everyone? No. And so basically, Jesse lived in the basement where you were. Oh, he was the yeah. American in the basement. Oh, oh, we're like we're like related almost. Oh, then. I'm single too. <laughs> oh, yay! Uh, I was waiting for the incest joke <laughs> here. So that's our common thing. That's our common topic. Then, yes. you know, we lived in the same basement. Mm-hmm. And, oh boy! And so he ran the board game night oh, nice. uh, while we had Zoe. That was actually that was thirteen years ago because Zoe's almost Zoe's almost fourteen. Wow! Wow! Is she? Is yeah, she almost, she's almost fourteen. She thanks. Why are you anyway? Anyway, by the so way, we, so, we are going to talk about escape. Wait, wait, yeah. Wait, by wait, the wait, way, wait. I'm Manda. Oh right, I'm Errol. <laughs> I'm Ruby. And I'm Mike. And by the way, Soju, you should be sipping it. Don't take shots. What? That is not sip. what the Korean dramas have taught me. Oh, okay. I can see what it's like. Quick sip it. <sighs> no, no, no. It's a complete. It's a, you take it as a shot, and then you go. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> like I sip that stuff. And then you pour it on, and then you just put it over your head like there's nothing inside of it. What? <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, just show you drink and then Errol's it, like, yeah. I got really dizzy. Yeah, and I then, did. It was and then I'm like, that's why I sip it. He's like, that's not how you do it. <laughs> so stay tuned for the next podcast when we get Errol to have another three oh, shots and I'll record. I'll get really dizzy, and then I might get really louder, and then I'll fall asleep. <laughs> Stay tuned for that. Anyway, wow, that's like four minutes of nothing. I'm sorry, <laughs> listeners. I was in Boston. You were uh, in Boston. By the time you hear this, it might have been Mao a month ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I I did about eight rooms there. Wow. So I didn't How, do that wait, wait, many. Wait. How many days? Oh, I was there for a week. So oh, I didn't do yeah, eight rooms in eight in a day. Yeah. I was. We were there for like a whole week. But considering you but, went with your whole family. And yes. like two of those days were like conference, right? You were Three, there for yeah, a yeah. Right. conference. Three of those right, days right, right, were right. involved with the conference. Yeah. Okay. So I think from Monday to Saturday, I did eight, eight, eight rooms. And that was also during uh, July 4th. So it was oh. between, that was from July 1st to whenever that was. And were so, there a lot of rooms open on the 4th? There were. Okay. There were a lot of rooms. I feel sorry for those game masters. Oh. <laughs> they had to work on on Fourth of July. It should be called, I think it's called Fourth of July, not July Fourth. It's Fourth uh, of July. It's Fourth yeah. of July. Yeah. Calling it July Fourth is like, you know, that's a faux pas. I made oh. all sorts of faux pas down there. Did but, you? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Anyway, I had I, I did have a lot of fun. I actually had a lot of fun down there when we were there. And but one of the, one of the things, if you noticed any on my Instagram, that there's a children's book called "Make Way for Ducklings," and we read it to our kids a lot. And so we, the day before we left, we realized that 
Boston was the place that this park was in the make way for ducklings book. Oh. And so if you saw my Instagram, you may have noticed I was taking pictures oh, of ducks. like a bridge of ducks and then a book beside it. There was like bronze ducks. Yeah. 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 Oh. But there were a bunch of other pictures of this is the exact same place that he drew the perspective of, oh. of, uh, of, hmm. of the shot so that's what we were doing it was okay. kind of fun anyway nobody wants to hear about tell us about your escape rooms <laughs> yeah. you met up with uh, David and James and stuff I didn't you I met up with the uh, room escape artist David and Lisa Spira ah. and I also met up with James Cobalt and his partner Salem oh. and that was it was a lot of fun uh, okay. actually everybody was super nice it was really great right so we went down we had a great time and what was the first rooms that I did? Oh, it was great because we first room I did was with Escape Room. Bo- no, Escape Roomer Boss. See, this is hard because they're all derivatives of Escape Room. So we all we all know this problem with Escape Room babes. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm trying to remember: is it Escape Room? Actually, you know what? I'm just gonna bring up. I'm gonna bring up my uh, spreadsheet. I'm gonna bring up my spreadsheet so I don't get all the names wrong. Hold on for a second. In fact, uh, I even actually actually it would be on it would be on Facebook because I actually put it like little mini reviews and got everybody mad at me because yeah why'd they get mad at you? Well, I don't know because Errol's you know, diva because and a, probably was, was like huge diva. Oh, it was great stepping in a pile of poop today. Oops, sorry, I played at this escape room actually. <laughs> well, it's funny. logic puzzle was great. It's true because sadly, you know, there are ones that said you have to do this. Okay, okay. and and, and then you we, nailed it to the ground. And yeah, and then oh wow, and then there was another. No, oh wow, yeah, <laughs> I was just a horrible person. And so, and then, and so I also did, I also did another room and it was Trapology and it's, it was a nice room, but there was this one puzzle and I hated it. And, and my whole family were really, were not really happy about this one puzzle. And so I'm like blasting it to pieces in the slack and, and the owner's in the slack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Was it kind of like one message pop up? Hi, I'm also here. Yeah. yeah. Oh no. And and because a lot of us, because then a bunch of people started set say started to say, oh right, that puzzle. Hmm. And it's like, oh yes, that puzzle. And so it's like, oh good. So it's not just me. There, there there's significant problems with this puzzle. And then mm-hmm. I just started to lay it out. Mm-hmm. And but. But fortunately enough, uh, her name is Nicole, and she said, well, what problem did you have with it? And then I sent her an 1,100-word essay. I read that. Ah, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I with you guys. <laughs> yeah. On everything. Are you going to have a link to this on the, on the no, podcast? No, no, I don't want to give spoilers, though. So the thing is, I didn't want to give spoilers. Okay. Mm. And I, I really just shared that with people who already knew about it. Okay. And I sent it to her, and, and she made changes, apparently, okay, to cool. the escape room. So it'll be interesting to see what it's like now, because I know that leader and company, E4G, is going in August. Yeah. And they yes. are going to do that room. Oh, yeah, funny story with that is that e- Leader was supposed to go to Boston with her family, and then somehow it. In- it wasn't just Leader; it was E4G and their whole all their families. No, no, no. It was really it was just supposed to be Leader and her family, and she was going to meet her oh. her friend from Hong Kong there. Oh, oh right, 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 and right, then, right, right. And then somehow she tried to include the rest of E4G and their families, and then somehow they just said, "You know what? It's just going to be E4G that goes." So it's just E4G going without their families. That's amazing. <laughs> That is fantastic. <laughs> By the way, it's it's really telling. Like if Errol, st- if any of us start to mention the name of an escape room, it'll probably have a happy ending. It's when we don't mention the name of an escape room that it's yeah. gonna go bad places. <laughs> Let's talk about those rooms. <laughs> well, no. To be honest, I actually didn't have. I sorry. I will actually probably name all of them because I did in that post. So oh, there's yeah. uh, and and uh, and not all of them are are positive, but that's not because they're bad rooms. But it's okay. because of this um, because of the situations we were in during the room. So the first room we did actually was Room Escapers. Look, I've looked it up. Room Escapers Boston, and it was it was really fun. It because well the the owner his name is Jeff was was super nice, and he might have had a few. We actually met up with David and Lisa and James Cobalt and then his friend Jeff 
and another uh, friend. There's a whole whack of people there, whack of people there. I wasn't even aware that everybody was coming. But then afterwards, Jeff came and he was the owner. I didn't even know he was the owner, actually. I just thought he was, you know, random friends there, which was great. We got a chance to meet them all. And Carr was there, too. Anyway, regardless, Jeff and Danielle, his girlfriend, they run Room Escapers and they took us on a tour of Boston. Which is nice. And so we did walk all around Boston. He pointed out buildings like this was his job to give us what the downtown. Because we knew nothing. We know nothing about American history. Mm. I honestly don't. I, I, you know, uh, Zoe asked me, so what exactly did Ben Franklin do? And I'm going, well, he signed the Declaration of Independence. And then after that, I'm going, then he wrote in things. I get all my American history Information from a comedy podcast about American history. Oh, there you so go. That's and then about he had it. The key and the kite. <laughs> I remember that from you know uh, Day of the Tentacle. So in other words, <laughs> I don't really have much. Anyway, so it was really interesting learning about the whole history of Boston. It was because it's rich in history. Hmm. Anyway, and then we did their rooms. And one thing I really liked uh, about Room Escapers is that there's a lot of things to do. There's because I, I think. Because they're meant for more people, from 8 oh, to 10. okay. And we were fortunate enough to do his first room, which was Pirates. Uh, I can't remember what it was called. Pirate, the Pirate's Booty, number two. Mm-hmm. There's tons of stuff to do in there. But it's just a, the right amount of stuff for an experienced group of four, like my family, who've done mm-hmm. lots of rooms. So we're able to do it fine. And, and my children were really happy because his, I think his philosophy is a lot of puzzles not so much that they're easy, but there's a lot of them. There's a lot of easy ones, there's some hard ones, but there's mm-hmm. enough in there that there's so many wins and mm-hmm. you get through them so quickly yeah. that there's a flow. And so you go from one to the other. Everyone's really excited because you're getting into the flow of the game mm-hmm. and you're doing all the puzzles and things are clicking. Everything is making sense mm-hmm. and is logically progressing. Okay. And so my family had a lot of fun in his games. The next one that we did of his was... Uh, Organized chaos, and that's a mob theme, I think, or something. Regardless, it too even had more stuff in it. So, even I wouldn't even be able to say if you, there's only two of you, you would probably be overwhelmed by the amount of stuff in there. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we did it with James and Salem, so there were six of us, oh. and we were having a great time because everybody again was solving things. Things were still making sense, even though there was so much stuff to do. Like, I'll give a mild spoiler. Hopefully, it won't be too much of a spoiler. But ideally, you are cops. And there are 10 cases that you need to find evidence for. And for each case, there's three things you need to find. Mm. So now, already, you realize you have to find 30 things. And relate it all. But everything makes sense. And so, you're not lost. Everything seems to be so well compartmentalized that nobody seems to be lost, even though there is a buttload of things in there to find. Oh, that's cool. Mm -hmm. Right? And so... Anything that we were stuck on were puzzles and not being overwhelmed by how much stuff there was. Mm -hmm. So it really, this is probably one of the rooms I could see, oh, people will probably still have things to do in their rooms. Mm -hmm. And so that's why we we had a lot of fun with them, even, even, even with the amount of people. But again, we were all private, so this is good. Mm -hmm. The things that for us gave us problems when we weren't private, when we were public rooms. Yeah, so this was your, well, really, we've been with the public ticketing system before, but this was the first time with your family. My poor family. <laughs> on the public the first t- time? I on the public the, ticketing system. That my family okay. has done the public. I've done the public t- ticketing system fine before, but I think even when I've done it, hmm, the, either A, my friends have been the majority, so that's been okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or I was the minority in one or two. So I've done time travel, uh, time travel lab with just me and another friend, okay. and then and then ten other people. And you were minorities. And we no. Yeah, the ten I was other the people only, were the yeah, other people. Yeah. That he didn't know. Yeah. Yes, but and actually that was fine. That was good. Again, at the same sort of time, I I don't like time travel lab. Well. Um, I have a complicated relation. Yeah, don't worry. Okay. It's, it's gone. It's gone. No Is it it's gone now for sure? Most of scrap games are going to be gone. Yeah. Soon. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Anyway, this was interesting, as I said before, because we had two instances out of the eight games of public, and those two instances are our worst, are the ones that my family ranked the lowest. Mm-hmm. And it, it, one of the main reasons is because it was public. 
And it's not so much that the people were horrible. They weren't horrible at all. They, okay. <laughs> no, well, no, it's not like, I mean, if anything, maybe we were the horrible people in the rooms. But, you know, you hear the horror stories of being paired with, you know, alphas that all they do is rip yeah. things out of their hands. Or right. they are so desperate to solve the puzzle that they take no instruction from anybody. Yeah, but wasn't it that you were trying to stop your da- daughter from being an alpha? Well, <laughs> yes, I wanted to make sure. I mean, they're, they're actually very polite. Yeah, oh, but, I know, I know. Uh, I think they get excited and and we have to tell them, look, you know, you can't do everything in this room, even though you have well. the ability to, right? Because we still have to share it with the other people. And so it's not so much that we worry about that sharing part, but there isn't enough room. The room that we did, one of them, which was uh, which was the clock tower, which is the escape the room, Boston. <laughs> so that's why it's really hard to remember what <laughs> what room is what. And there and. It is actually one of the highest recommended rooms from all the enthusiasts I've talked to. Mm. And I, I can see why, because it is gorgeous. This room is very pretty. The theme is really nice. They do a really good job of having um, very impressive props that you interact with and hold and touch and connect and put. And so it's very tactile. It's, there's a lot of beautiful things in this room. And I would highly recommend doing this room. Mm-hmm. But... The two people we were that we were with uh, were pretty much brand new. Oh no! By because of religious reasons, I'm not allowed to touch them. I mean, I'm not allowed to touch what? other people. Why but I offered my hand. Them? No, I offered my hand to shake. Oh! And they weren't allowed to uh, shake. And I'm I'm fine with that. But then I'm already on a heightened awareness because some of the corridors are thin. That I don't want to. I kind of like give them a two foot berth. So I don't accidentally mm. come too close. So you know, I'm I'm already worried about it's that. It's bumbling arrow. <laughs> it's just <laughs> fall into you like no, a K drama. It was a K drama. <laughs> just accidentally fall into somebody's arms and we'd stare at each other. Oh, anyway, sparkles so. and everything. Gotcha. And so I I didn't want to do that. So I was um. I was on that heightened awareness to make sure I didn't come close to them. Mm. You know, or because like you know, one of the puzzles we actually had to be really close. Because it was like a group puzzle, and you and you were all around this mm-hmm. area, and we're all trying to touch this at the same time, because that's the one puzzle you had to do. And I thought to myself, "Oh, I can't do that, because I might accidentally touch them." So I stayed out of that. And you know, there are these things I had to worry about, and so I have nothing. I, I was happy to respect that, but it was one of the things. And also, they're because they are brand new. I'm. I was worried: Are we including them in enough? Because with the way that the room was. We were zipping through it relatively quickly, but not not that quick. We actually did not win this room. Oh, but and one of the, one of the reasons was is because you know I know Karen wasn't focusing that much on the room because she again was worried were they were the were the strangers also still having enough fun? Were they getting oh. involved enough? <laughs> mm. And I, I for me I don't think there's enough stuff to do in this room even for all of us. And I it, that's kind of funny because we didn't solve it. But it was more along the lines that that we were stuck for long periods of time. And they had a reset problem. <laughs> so we were stuck for a really long time because of one thing that they left out. Okay. And, they, and, uh, and it seemed they it wasn't a place that you could ask hints for. It was a place where they would deliver hints for you. Mm-hmm. Mm. But it didn't seem, you know, for example, this one thing they left out, they kept hinting. At, they, they hinted at it at once. And then we were walking around, trying to find it, trying to find it. And then after a while, they came in. Wait a minute. This is not there. You know, they came in character. So that's mm-hmm. fine. So yeah. it's kind of nice that they came in character. Mm-hmm. But I think that the way that the room was structured, it didn't seem to flow well enough. Mm-hmm. For, uh, for, I did most of the puzzles. And I was still kind of confused on how things connected together. I see. It, it was where... It almost didn't feel compartmentalized enough or there was a, enough direct connection for me to realize how things were connected together. And so even though there were, I won't say how many rooms were in there, but it was compartmentalized by room. But still, I didn't feel, I didn't feel that connection in that room. So it was actually more, it was far more difficult. And for normally I'm the one that s- sees that. And even though I was doing all the puzzles... I was still having problems with it. For a really highly re- recommended room, you have a lot to say about that. What was yeah. your favorite in Boston then? Oh, so to be honest, so as an enthusiast, not too many things, as you can imagine, will blow our minds. Mm-hmm. We will go in a room. We will have fun. A lot of that fun might be with the people we are with. Yeah. and But we- it's not like there's nothing we haven't seen before. 
Right. right? So what was so something there's two things. There are two things that blew my mind. Uh-huh. One actually was a Five Wits. Five Wits did blow my mind, not yeah. because of the puzzles. And actually one of the lowest things that we hated about it was one of the Five Wits rooms, but I'll get to that later. But because of the set design. And I think I mentioned this in my review is that I've always thought when it comes to set, people should, and experience, people should look to how Disney does it. Because yeah. they do right. Scott Nicholson set design, would agree with yeah, you. set design, <laughs> yeah. and they do experience and immersion very well, mm-hmm. right? When you go through Pirates of the Caribbean, then they do a good job of telling a narrative that you don't even know is being told, mm-hmm. and you're just witnessing all of this, and they do a great job of that. And and the, and then of course the set looks great. They actually pay attention to all the senses, except for maybe taste, but they pay attention to almost every sense, whether it be smell, touch, hearing, and everything like that. And they do their best to deliver that experience. And Five Wits is probably the closest I've seen to somebody trying to deliver that experience. Mm. We did Espionage and 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Their set design is phenomenal. Mm. I was really, really impressed by, by their espionage. And this is not a... This is not a spoiler because you'll see it on the posters. There's a laser maze to go through, and it was, <laughs> and it was no, it was one that I think anybody could go through if you understood it. My, I, I was actually the one that did it. That no, no, I was the one that messed up. Oh, everybody else were was fine. It was me and my poofy hair, and I messed up, and oh. everybody else was fine. Echo hates those things, and Karen doesn't like them either. But they did fine, and it. it was just me. I sucked. Mm. Anyway, but it didn't really matter because we got through it fine. We were okay. fine and dandy. And I think the puzzles were the closest to escape rooms as opposed to the second one. Anyway, there was only four of us in that room and the Game Master. Mm-hmm. And the Game Master did a, a good job. I could tell that the Game Master has been doing it for a long time because things were quite rote with her oh, okay. when she was actually performing it. It was just almost like she was trying to be engaged, but, you know, she wasn't, yeah. it, was, it was obvious. Anyway, you were their 200th group through or something <laughs> yes, like that. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> that it wasn't exactly the most funnest thing for her, but that's okay. You know, I like engaging with the with the with the game masters, and I can tell. So if you're a game master and I'm in the room, I'll tell if I can tell. So if you're you already not. stressed out enough yeah. about about coming into if your you room, aren't interested then. or not, ha- if you are if you aren't having fun, I will know actually because I'm a troller, and believe it or not, I can tell when somebody's not interested or not. I might ignore that, <laughs> but I'll oh be able boy. to tell. <laughs> you just need to know how much of a jerk you're being. Oh, so I, I, that's know, I know. Yeah, I know quite well. You know, in order to push buttons, I have to know what will work on a person. So I have to be able to. Anyway, regardless, I can tell. And But we had a lot of fun in that first one. But the puzzles are really easy. In fact, it's espionage probably had more puzzles than 20,000 leagues under the sea. No, so 20,000 leagues... We were with a group of five. Manda's yawning right now, but that's Sorry. okay. No, I don't that's have right. enough oxygen. <laughs> no, no, you've heard this like 50 billion times no, I already. Haven't. Oh, you haven't? Oh, no, okay. No, you won't talk <laughs> about the rooms. <laughs> I was like so jealous. You're talking about the escape rooms you did. I tried to describe the ones in the Netherlands. You're like, no, just tell me about the drama. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, I'm not yeah, interested I in the rooms. I was really interested in the drama that happened in the Netherlands. That was really exciting. So... And really, I'm not even explaining the rooms. I'm explaining my relationships with the people. We were there with a group of five young. They look like around a college age. Ghosting okay. young people. Yeah, young people. <laughs> and I think they were there to have fun. I th- it might even even been a birthday party. <laughs> because that's why we go. No, we don't go we there to no, have no. fun. <laughs> but they were there to have fun as a group. Okay. Yeah. One person held at the very end, like, you know, those signs, um, uh, uh, it's my birthday. Oh. But I don't know if it was their birthday. Maybe they, she just held it for fun. But it could have been their birthday. But, you know, when they're all together. <laughs> Sometimes when I hold a sign, I'm not actually with stupid. Yeah. I just <laughs> <laughs> well, in Zoe's case, she thinks she is. <laughs> And because that was one of the sign. I saw, yeah. I saw she was pointing it at her sister. Yes. Imagine and that. She had quite <laughs> the teenage look. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but, but they looked like they wanted to have fun by themselves with oh. each other. And, <laughs> and we wanted to have fun. <laughs> I love that. 
that way. I meant they wanted to be a happy group, all sitting at the same table, eating food and making their own personal okay, okay. in-jokes. Yeah, but just... it's not as fun when the Elmer group is there trying to solve puzzles. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the problem, is that I think... I don't think they were very... Ha- I mean, they were very nice, but you can tell that they aren't really there to... Share their time? To share their time or even to do the room. Their goals were different from their your goals. Their goals were <laughs> quite different than our goals. Yeah. Now, and so, I mean, we would go into the room and I could and I could tell how to solve things. Mm-hmm. And so I would just start telling them how to solve things, telling everybody how to solve things and then people would go and solve it. Because um, usually what happened, I think the GM normally does that, but I think the GM also was a little bit disengaged and so it's like, ah, oh, he's doing it. <laughs> so he'll just let me. But then I would sit back. So there's this one room which process heavy. So I'm not actually even upset about sitting back. I just sat back and let them put all the objects into the thing to get it working. Because it was, but it was very process heavy. And then we were in another room where all you had to do was hit buttons in a sequence. Oh. And I went so wrong because there's the, the, the main guy. So there's this one guy. His name was Dave. We mm. made fun of Dave. Poor Dave. Because <laughs> he was the one that seemed to be the one who wanted to goof off the most. Oh. But couldn't because of us. So there was a little music puzzle in there. And I, was, and I told him, look, I'll read off the notes and somebody can hit them on the, on the keyboard. And, and he was at the keyboard just having a grand old time playing it. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, I, I, did you want to do it? I'll read it off to you. Do you know how to read music? Oh, No. No, because he was pretending like I can do this. I can totally do this. I was yeah. like, okay, I'll do it for you. And then he's like, oh, no, I I can't. And so, and I think he was gonna goof off when doing it. And you're just like, all right, get out. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. He just he just left, and I got Zoe to do it. So that's what happened. And then right. we got through the puzzle. But I could tell later on he was the type of person that just wanted to troll by not doing anything correctly. So, so you this, sh- you actually shut down the troll. <laughs> I shut that poor guy. <laughs> Yes. The alpha troller came in <laughs> and said, this, now is not the time. There was troller. a puzzle where all we had to do was hit the buttons in a specific order. and okay. we had, But we kept getting it wrong because he kept messing up which button to press at one time. So it's not a hard task. But I think he was having fun at the reaction, right? And so, yeah, you you need a T-shirt. There's a time to so troll. You, so you basically and a time met to Minnie <laughs> <laughs> Well, I wasn't upset him. about it. It's like you know, well, I'm not really doing anything anyway. So, yeah. and I think also what was interesting that we went through the ver- first room too fast. Mm-hmm. So we actually a lot of us were actually because the way that Five Wits works is that you go into a room, you have what 15 minutes in that room, and then you go to the next room, and then the previous group will go into the room that you were in yeah. yeah and as i said before in the twenty thousand leagues there isn't much to do so the very first room we actually was there's mm, just two things to do that only one person can do you don't really need 12 people to watch one person do this thing mm-hmm. and then the second room we solved really quickly and then we just sat around we sat around oh. waiting for the other room to be free because oh. it was because it was very once we got into there i could see it was very process heavy but again, we solved it really quickly and then, went, and then went on. So by the time we got to the button pressing room, I think he was, he was realizing, ah, there's not, we're zipping through these rumors really quickly. And Aww. so he was, he may have been messing it up on purpose. <laughs> Just like, because everybody was going, you have to hit your button now. What are you doing? And, you know, everybody's reacting. And, I, and Zoe's not happy. Because no. Zoe's, <laughs> Zoe's never happy when people aren't doing things correctly. Mm. There was another puzzle no. in there. She's just <laughs> muttering. She, she told me after, she was telling us afterwards, what's wrong with these people? Zoe's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. You don't want to ask man pants. You don't want to be judged by my youngest No, you daughter. don't. You really don't. <laughs> anyway, but we we were we we did we had fun in the first one. We had a lot of fun in the first one. The puzzles weren't that hard, but experiential wise, it they did a really good job of give of capturing that Disney feeling of being immersed mm. in that. Mm. So you would say that everybody should try Five Wits at least they, once. Yes, you should try it. But you should not try it with twelve people. Yes, that's <laughs> no. Too if many. you could, go, no, it's way too much because there's there's only enough stuff to do for maybe four, five people. What's the minimum that they accept for groups? I don't think there is a minimum. I don't know. Sorry, what? I don't know what the minimum is. Okay, but you probably. I mean, 
a lot of the tasks that you do in there require four people at different places. So you do need to have at least four people. Okay. And then with your game master, then because she she or he are going is going to be in there, Mm -hmm. then you can have maybe five, and Mm -hmm. and five is good too. Okay. Although I think there was one place where there were five stations and. Our game master didn't do it. Just Zoe did it very quickly. <laughs> so, so I was, yeah. Anyway, regardless. Poor we, Zoe. Yeah, poor Zoe. She's solving everything. Nobody else is. But if you had 12 people, if we did, we would actually probably have hated it. If we, I mean, it was still would have been a cool experience. But if there were 12 people in that, in that first one. Yeah. Mm. We wouldn't have been happy because mm-hmm, we weren't yeah. really that happy in the second one because there's much less stuff to do. Mm-hmm. And there were 11 of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and as I said, I actually just sat out because mm-hmm. for some of it. because But again, it is a process. However, the, the main reason to do it is that they were the cheapest rooms. So yeah. they had the high. So you could do twenty for twenty four dollars. You could do both rooms. Twenty four oh. US. Twenty four US. So that's like a billion Canadian. Where all the other rooms <laughs> cost about twenty six dollars each, twenty six to thirty or more right. US mm. each. Right. right. So now they're cheaper than normal escape rooms, and you get to do both of them, mm. and they're the same length. I think. So I don't know if they're forty five minutes or sixty minutes. I wasn't too sure. Mm-hmm. So price wise, it it is actually a. A great value mm-hmm. so you really can't go wrong by doing it but hopefully you can go when nobody else is there and right. again that's the same people have been we're trying to tell us you have to go and do um Bodeborg. oh but but because it was the holidays i'm thinking oh wait all the school groups will be there oh. and you have to do Bodeborg early in the morning or when nobody's there because otherwise, you'll be just waiting in lines the whole time, mm-hmm. trying to do these things over and over again. And another thing is, is that a lot of it can be physical. And I know that Echo would have a hard time with it. And we didn't have our sneakers. Actually, we didn't bring shoes oh. at all. All of all we had were flip-flops or sandals. Oh, okay. I'm like, so what, it was really hot out. Walk yeah. No, no, no. We didn't have proper, <laughs> okay. proper footwear. Yeah. Okay. Oh. So we didn't do Bodeborg. Everybody said we should have, and I wanted to, mm-hmm. but with all the escape rooms there, and I wasn't doing like, Karen wouldn't have been up for doing five a day. I, I would have been up for that. <laughs> but we didn't do five a day. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that was, we did, we did five wits in the last, in the last uh, day. But so, so have we gone to like, I don't want to say the worst, but what was your not so great experience in Boston? Then? So, so the 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 not the two not great experiences would have been the clock tower. Okay, that was the one with the the with the noobs. Yeah, mm-hmm. and but even though it was gorgeous, and I still think people should see it because they do a great job of integrating uh, puzzle props into mm-hmm. the theme and environment. I just wasn't happy about the puzzle flow. Okay, yeah. but again, I'm not too sure if it was that was that because of the reset error. Because it set me into do not trust the designer mode anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know, once you get into that mode, you start to second guess everything. Yeah. And because, mm. because of that, uh, yeah, it, we were all whatever. And it was also kind of, there was a lot of searching that mm-hmm. we could have easily missed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't that bad. I think the most important thing that we have to talk about, because Ruby's here, what did you eat and was it good? <laughs> oh, you know what? Surprisingly enough, we did not go and get clam chowder. What? what? Seafood? And did you eat enough seafood You know, there? they all went for seafood without me. What? <laughs> I know. So the first three days, I was at the con- the music conference, and they all went oh. to the beach. They all went and got lobster and seafood. So yeah. I actually can't talk about that part. And then... In the next half, you know, they were all craving Asian food. <laughs> what? <laughs> so we went for pho twice. Wow. And then when we went out for lunch with James and Salem, they actually took us for dim sum, which was great. So we had dim <laughs> wow. sum. Okay. No, you, you wouldn't believe how many Asians are in Boston. It almost <laughs> felt like I was in Toronto with all the Asians. I was shocked at how That's multicultural cool. it was. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was very multicultural. Cool. Actually, yeah. It was it was pretty interesting in how it wasn't that hard to find Asian food whatsoever mm-hmm. wherever we were. And the, but then we tried other places. You know, there were a lot of chains that we that aren't here obviously Mm -hmm. and i didn't uh we went to a shake place although that's dangerous oh we went to jp licks me that was great jp licks 
Sorry. I just called it what? JP. Why did you pick call it JP Licks Me, you freak? Because it rhymes. JP Licks Me. What? No. Okay, so what is this place? <laughs> it's an ice cream place. Oh, that's okay. all. We went there a couple times. That's dangerous for me. I was suffering after having it. But, you know, you oh, can't resist. Right. Oh, that's where I got my peanut butter. Uh, uh, what is it called? Uh, Reese's. Peanut butter cup Sunday. Oh, oh. A peanut butter. Oh cup no! Sunday with peanut butter inside of it, and then it had a peanut butter cup on. It was great. It was yummy. Wow. Mm. Yeah, that was yummy too. But we sadly didn't go for enough seafood. That would have been nice, mm. but we, we didn't actually. And then, sorry. And then I think that I, I think I covered the majority of them. The final one that we did was actually outside. So. So Five Wits is outside of Boston. It's actually in Foxborough. Hmm. And the other one that we did, we drove an hour out. It was actually because his name is Rennie, and he invited us, us out to Lemonster. It's, it looks like it should be pronounced Leo Minster, but it's not. It's actually pronounced Lemonster. And I only know this because David told me. David Spira, <laughs> not David Spira. If anybody doesn't know how to pronounce their last name, it's David Spira. And, and, and he was... He was a he was a really really nice man. Actually, I should have went to their rooms first because in their lobby they had a display of all the escape rooms you could do in the area. Oh, and it was actually the only one that did that. And I realized, yeah. oh man, I should have went here first, mm -hmm. and yeah. then he could have told me which other ones to play because they all seem to have a really good. Maybe I mean, obviously they're not going to bring up drama with me. So maybe there could be drama between people, but they seem to be quite... Civil? Friendly? Friendly. Seem to be very friendly with each other. Hmm. So at least I know, I know that Jay and Rennie both know each other and have done each other's rooms. Mm. And they, were, you know, they respect each other. And so, and so I went and did this room. They had two. One was called DJ Death. And that was actually a 45-minute pop-up. And, it was, and it, was, it was just us. So these ones were just us, and, and we had a great time. Because again... There was a lot of stuff to do. Okay. Now they're, 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 they have another room, the assistant, and it was I could tell it was like one of the very first rooms because it was a lot of searching, and we we failed utterly. We could not find anything in this room. We had a really hard time. I think it was also in the morning, so this is before we went home. We got the kids up at nine. My kids have not actually during the whole vacation didn't wake up before 11 30 mm -hmm. so this is the it, it was a very lethargic uh vacation mm -hmm. it was great though we had a wonderful time so this is the first time i woke them up to actually go somewhere and then we drove an hour and then we we're here and we did the room and it was fun there was tons of stuff to do and again there was just there was just the four of us but we had so many searching fails that i think uh running just thinks we're useless in escape rooms <laughs> But there were some interesting things. I actually really liked his game flow because it followed the normal, sort of normal start easy, have the climax of a difficult puzzle. And then when we went into like, you know, you go into the second room, you went, oh, no, I'm really tired from all the mm -hmm. other stuff before. Mm -hmm. But then it was it had a smooth ride out. So for us, it, it kind of it was like I reached the peak and then I rode, rode oh, the wave okay. out. Because we were solving things really quickly on the way out. And so mm. it kind of gave us a kind of like a boost there. Yeah. And so yeah, cool. I, we really enjoyed that and how it ended. Anyway, I said before, what were the two things that blew my mind? One was, there were two things. One was Five Wits on their set design and their experiential immersion. Not so much on the people and kind of boring puzzles. Yep. But the second thing was actually the room that Rennie is working on now. He's, it's not out. It's not out yet at all. Because, you know, sometimes when we go and owners know us and they'll show us what their, mm -hmm. their upcoming rooms are. But the room he showed me. Uh, let me guess. I'm not going to say. An escape room based on your life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. Let's bore everybody. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't even know if anybody's here right Half now. Half of be spent in a bathroom. Mostly me talking. <laughs> Squirrel. You got a text out to your friends for hints from the bathroom. Poopy for you. That'll be the parody for this week. Seriously, I'm not going to give any spoilers. Okay. Because, but the the mechanic was so cool that I was willing to. If he had not already designed it, I would. I'll design this for you for free. 
I will actually take this, what you have, and I'll design. Every, I didn't tell him this, but I was um, because he had already things already designed. But mm. I, I told him this is so cool. The potential for this are so amazing that I would design. I could think of so many things you could do with this right now, and I wanted. Mm. I would design everything for free for him because it could be really amazing what he could do with this room. So okay. I was really excited. <laughs> Cool. Maybe I'll tell you after when the recording's not off now. Because all the blank lines and the dot, dot, dots are just like, okay. Okay. So, okay. so what it is, I'm not going to tell you. But I was just so excited by what you could possibly do in this room. So what is this escape room called? Oh, that's it's called the Gate Escape, and okay. it's in Lemonster. I'm in sorry. In case people want to keep up with that yeah. news, then. <laughs> and I hope it's done by August when E4G goes down, oh. because I want them to do it. And maybe you know, there's a lot of pressure for poor Rennie because he's probably listening. Mm. <laughs> and, and then it's just like, okay, I'm going to send you E4G there, and there, there. Yeah, look Guys, for just so you know, Errol's excited about something in an yes, escape room. Yeah. That's, like, that's that's not usual. So. <laughs> <I'm> such a <laughs> jerk. <laughs> well, you makes... know when you are, it's like, oh crap! I should go pay attention to this. Maybe well, we should interview Leader after it and just wow. just just yeah. for that part and see if she's arms folded when she talks you know, about it or not. It, it makes it sound horrible. This is why owners don't want us at their rooms because <laughs> you know. So you know, the thing is. I'm more easily pleased. For the, for the clock tower, it's Brett. He's in the Slack channel. And then all of a sudden, here I am, just like, you know, slamming it. <laughs> and then it's like, okay, what was wrong? And then I also sent him this super long email, all the things we had problem. But at the same time, again, it's hard for me to really understand, would we have gotten everything if the reset was fine? Right. Because mm. did that throw us all off? And mm. also the problem with having newbies that we had to take care of. And it, we didn't really take that much care of them, but we had but it was a more a more difficult room. To. You feel the need to. And this yeah. was like for example, five wits, I had to take care of people in a big way, but the rooms were so easy that it didn't matter. Do you know what I mean? It's mm. not yeah. like but I think I found for Clock Tower that we needed it was it was it was a difficult room for an escape room, which is a good thing. And so I think if you were there with a bunch of enthusiasts and you were all firing off on all cylinders, you would destroy that room and you would have a wonderful time. But because of our situation, it was our one of our worst times. So that's why if you were to actually take a look at my rating sheet, I still would have a five as a recommended. Hmm. But I personally did not have a very good time in that room. But I did like, sorry, there was one small aha that I thought was wonderful. And it's such a small thing, but I was so happy with it. Mm-hmm. And I told Brett, it's like, he's like, really? I think you might be the only one. And I thought, I thought it was so cool. It's beautiful. <laughs> and I think it's because I didn't ha- I, d- I rarely have any ahas in an escape room anymore. Mm-hmm. Right? We don't get those anymore. So when we finally, when I do get an aha, an escape room puzzle that requires you to solve something with an aha, I get so excited. Yeah. Otherwise, you were mentioning like regionally... Not much was like as far as Boston goes. There wasn't anything too different from the ones we've played here, as far as like trends, I guess. Other than having lots of people in the room, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Apart from that, prob- yeah, that's probably it. Yeah. I mean, I think it's you know it's a standard place to go play escape rooms. Escape rooms are fun. Yeah. You know, it's a good place to see a good a good helping of escape rooms there's not a lot of them i mean there are probably a lot of them obviously not as many as toronto i don't know if there's a bunch of sucky ones there may have been a lot of sucky ones there mm-hmm. but but i would say in in regards to just you know the industry itself it was just pretty common everything was more or less what you would expect in an escape room cool. but again as i said oh that was really interesting a lot of people who have done uh Bodeborg, m- uh, Jeff was telling me that a lot of people would call to do birthday parties and they expect the same thing that they oh. do at Bodeborg. And Bodeborg is the do it as repeat yeah. as many times until you finally succeed. Yeah. And that's not an escape room. No. Mm-hmm. Right? So I think people going to do an escape room might have that expectation mm-hmm. and then they don't get that. And also, you do have the high expectation of set design with Five Wits and Foxborough. Right. So if you... Large contrasts in between yes, all these experiences. So, yeah. Right. I don't think there's anything here 
that would come close to how to how good that set looked. Okay. So, hmm. so wow. yeah, I, I can't think of anything really because you know even the high sets here, you, you still know that you're in. Yeah, you're in a building, in an office building, you know, or maybe I they have a drywall, and you don't need to have that high set, yeah. right? But they yeah. they go overboard. I'll yeah. explain it to you afterwards because I don't want to give spoilers to people listening. But really, there was one thing that was super shocking how well they did, and the twenty thousand leagues under the sea, as you can imagine, you are in the Nautilus. Mm-hmm. It was also another thing. I mean, but they asked, does anybody know who Jules Verne is? And I was the only one that raised my hand in this group of 11. And they were all looking at me. Well, can you explain a little about him? Sure, I can. And I did. And they were all looking at me. What a nerd. Anyway, so, but you know, I think. You're like, this nerd's about to get you through. <laughs> None of you been a ghost. <laughs> ghosted. I would have been happy if they ghosted. Then we would have had fun in the room. <laughs> anyway, they, they're set is gorgeous mm-hmm. and and th- yes yeah um, yeah it's one thing that scott nicholson like f- i met him for the first time i think three three and a half years ago in the first room that he mentions it at, just out of the blue just a, an example is five wits every time he talks about stuff he usually mentions five wits so yeah i was excited for you to try it yes and so when it comes to set design and tech in tech as well yeah uh, it, they're Actually, we only had one tech failure, and I think that might have been embarrassing for them. Mm-hmm. But there was a GM in the room, so mm-hmm. she was able to fix it. Mm-hmm. But there's so much tech in this room that that it's amazing that all of it goes off without a hitch. And it was super cheap. It's oh. a cheap room, hmm. and the tech is gorgeous. All right, we're going to Buffalo to do them. Yeah, oh, yeah, well, that's just it. I almost want to go to see what it's like, because apparently now they're going more towards tech and automation yeah. and probably less innovation with puzzles. Oh. So I think espionage had more interesting puzzles and there weren't that many. Yeah. Cuz 20,000 leagues was basically, you know, a bunch of very simple not turn this crank. Laborious. <laughs> let's, let's do some laborious things that that exercises your mind a little bit. Mm. Okay. So let's give you kind of like these little mind bender simple puzzles for you to do in this room. It's like Nancy Drew, if you think about it. You know, you mm. go and you run into like, oh, hey, let's see if you can, you know, a binary light puzzle or whatever. Yeah. So, cool. stuff we can do, but not exactly difficult things to do. It'll just take you time to do it. Yeah, mm. speaking of things, process things, when we did, uh, there's a experience that's selling itself as sort of an escape room experience here. Uh, which they also sell, well, I guess they market to two groups, uh, to escape room enthusiasts and also to, I don't know, they, they call it enthusiasts or cosplayers sci-fi. or something. Yeah, yeah sci-fi people. Uh, it's, it's called Proxima Command. And uh, basically what it's supposed to be is like a spaceship simulator, kind of like you're on board the Enterprise or something Mm -hmm. and there are different roles Uh, there's helmsman captain uh, weapons engineer communications and whatever the other ones were they didn't matter so in the Uh, board game world that's probably similar to what was that uh, sonic command sorry board game world oh board game Uh, what was that one that we played sonic what is the one we played captain sonar captain sonar remember captain sonar yeah oh you're not very happy about it no and in the computer game world, it sounds yeah. an awful lot like Artemis, yeah. which... Captain Sonar I only don't like because I hate when I have to try and predict where someone will be and have to keep track in my head of a map because I can't do that. Did we give you that job? You should have taken Captain. No. <laughs> Anyway, sorry, we're interrupting you. So yeah. basically, it's Starship Simulator. Yeah, yeah. so, th- I mean, there's a lot of communication, a lot of things that, uh, if, and I was remembering Linda Carson's talk uh, when we, were, we did that two-hour episode, and she was talking about teamwork and, like, uh-huh. team-building kind of exercises. I could easily see this being one of those kind of team-building exercises because everybody's specialized into one specific thing. Mm-hmm. I felt that, like, some of the roles were, like, too limited. Like, communications officer was, like, reading emails. <laughs> and uh, we played it with E4G. 
and our there communication were six of us. Yeah. yeah. And our communications officer was not louder than leader. So yeah. leader Wait, 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 wait. Okay, who who is other who, than me? Who is the communications who can be louder officer? Than leader? No, no, no. She wasn't louder than leader. Yeah, I know. No, 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 I'm just saying, There's not very many people be. louder than leader. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> quiet with this game and she was also the captain because her role was pretty limiting it was like the captain's role was to read logs yeah to tell us the logs and to say like okay this is what we should do next this is what the mission is this is what happened when we tried this mission last time however i think the execution of the game just was lacking it was it was a bit short for a full experience yeah i mean we came in expecting like an escape room right yeah but it's more of let's everybody let's have a tablet in front of us and let's press buttons based on what the captain is saying i'm doing this with air quotes yeah i think probably from the sounds of it then it's more about you role playing exactly and then you almost have props to help you role play yeah. But with a little yeah. more of a game there. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like the set design was beautiful. You really go into the, like this box that looks like a starship thing on the inside because we have fancy chairs that each person was sitting at when you sit at your oh, station and there's like chairs. different well, monitors. Office chairs. They yeah, said but. that there were like twenty one <laughs> monitors altogether for like the whole oh, group. So, twenty one monitors. Yeah. So it kind of they really try to simulate the inside of a ship, but I don't know. Well, I, I would just, yeah, it, the the focus really is on those sci-fi enthusiasts. They would really like it. Mm-hmm. If we were to do it, we'd probably dress up and have more fun just pretending we're on an actual yeah, starship. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what we should do. We should all dress up. <laughs> Man pants can be captain. No, no, no. But apparently, captain. you don't do anything as captain. <laughs> no, no. But that doesn't mean you're not going to try and mess with me. Oh, that's and the like, best part of no! this thing, right? Remember, it's what we bring to the game. This sounds like something where... The yeah, players actually have to. But I actually suck at role play. <laughs> what are you talking so... about? You're an actor. Yeah, it's different. You're it's an different. Actor. It is different. <laughs> You're an actor improv person. No. Yes. <laughs> you play all these games. No, but your your version of it is just yelling and loudly, and then I just don't know how to respond to that. So you there. respond well. Yes. Well, no, to you. <laughs> I make a I make an overwhelmed face and you laugh. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's great. We could, we would do wonders in this game. You can be captain. The game's not hard. I'm pretty yeah, sure we can. We <laughs> we Okay, so are there different we, levels that you could ask? No. For? No, there's only one right now. So the one we did was this like very introductory kind of thing where all of a sudden your spaceship crew in the middle of this asteroid field and it's like hey figure everything out yeah and uh it was <laughs> we had to actually reset the game after like 10 minutes because we're like we're not doing anything because we didn't repair the things in we time so we're just resources. drifting through space <laughs> the guys well you can self-destruct and start again or you can drift here Oh, wow. Yeah. So, but when we actually did the game, we and finished like, in like half an hour. Yeah. Oh. And the funny thing is, I think, I don't know if they're preset prompts that he's pushing or it automatically comes on, but there's this like female robotic voice that comes on. The AI in yeah. the game. Yeah. And then it's just like, maybe you should get someone that can fly the plane. You should get a new, whatever, navigator. Someone else should be sending on or driving the ship and it's just like because we're getting hit by like asteroids because we don't we don't know how to steer this thing it's just like boom oh so we should make manda this helmsman stop (laughs) it yeah so we did end up switching though so yeah yeah. if we if we like switched up rules i'd be fine with it you're gonna stick me on the worst one every time the worst one we would stick you on one that you'd enjoy He uses the phrase enjoy very sparingly. Okay, we'd all enjoy. Like your eyes like shifted to the left there. Like, yeah. We would would put you on the role where the rest of us would enjoy. I believe that. So you could be the captain. Isn't the captain always, you know, really excited about alien life forms? (laughs) Which captain? Kirk. Oh, yeah. Kirk wants to like sleep with them. (laughs) See, this is perfect for you. I want to be Janeway. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Anyway. Yeah. 
So that was... And recently, again, we're running out of escape rooms to do in Toronto, so we also did this uh, AR experience. Oh, that's right. You did the let's shoot everybody with computer yeah. bolts. <laughs> yeah. So basically what they do is they stick like a cell phone that also on, I guess, some sort of like visor holder, mm-hmm. and they stick another gauntlet, which is another cell phone. Yeah. And uh, basically you fire fireballs by punching your gauntlet at other people. Yeah. And I think Leader has I a saw video, the video of it. Of it. Yeah. yeah, it yeah. looks fun. <laughs> yeah, they have two modes. There's a versus where you play against other people who are there. So we, again, we played with E4G, so it was three on three. And uh, the versus, Ruby was just killing everybody. She just, it's like, no mercy. She's like, no. literally... Highest score every time. The guy comes out uh, with the scoreboard. It's like, oh, yeah, so this Ruby person just killed the whole team again. <laughs> so no. what pl- what player did she play? Uh, There's like three of them you yeah, can choose so, from, So, yeah, right? there were different roles. So yeah. there was yeah. like a healer. There was somebody who cast shields. There was somebody who could throw multiple fireballs at once. And I forgot the last was one. Was it the necromancer? Yes, the necromancer that casts uh, oh. I played something similar when I went to Anime North, there was a, like a small five-minute demo. It may have been the same one because yes. they do pop-ups everywhere. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 So that's why I remember these the these roles. Uh, yeah. So you, then you played it too. Well, I played not against each other. Basically, it was oh, you? almost like it was a uh, her and uh, my. I went with my two girls. Right. And monsters would yeah, pop yeah. up, and yeah. we had to kill. Yeah. I, yeah. That was the other mode. So then, yeah. like player versus environment, and then they have these trolls coming at you, and you hit them. And that's mm-hmm. basically you all looked it. badass doing it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, with leader in the back, like, shield, fireball. <laughs> I'd be the shield person. <laughs> <laughs> but what if you failed? Of course I would. I'm going to fail at whatever I do. Aw. Oh, no, no, no. What is that? That reminded me of something. Anyway, regardless. Yeah. So I think that's pretty much it around Toronto. There's not many. Have new you done other, any other? Because you've done a few other escape rooms. You've been like doing all these ones without us. <laughs> what? No. Yeah. Hey, you've been busy, man. <laughs> I know. I'm not blaming you. I I'm sorry. That's not trying to make you feel guilty. We have been busy with yeah. K dramas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what K dramas have you been and watching? Daryl's usually my ride. So it's like, well. <laughs> Oh, we started up. We finished like two others and started up a new one. It's great. <laughs> wow. You're drinking soju, watching K-dramas. So I know. And I'm thinking, oh, I want to be Korean now. Come <laughs> <laughs> uh, We're going we're, we're to get emails now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, great. <laughs> the Korean Here Association of Hey, man, you're, you're becoming, you know, you're huge into Kim's Convenience, which yeah. is not a Korean drama, but no, it has no. Koreans in it. And it just went international, yes. so that'll be the whole thing. Are you still doing your podcast? Yeah, yes. so I'm actually going to start, we don't have to include all this, but yeah, I'm starting to schedule in cast members to interview now. What? Yeah. Mike's oh. hit the big time. Oh, seriously, that's Not why really. we don't see Mike and Ruby. That's because they're true. being famous with no. international... Ruby's drowning in work. Drowning in work. Yeah. Although I think Ruby's always drowning in work. This is One true. day you won't be. <laughs> and Hopefully. just be eating ice cream. And I've been making cakes. Oh. I saw. I've seen like your posts and they look really yummy. Aw, thanks. If I had some, I would have brought some, but they would have been really but old Mike by now. But Mike eats them all. No. No. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Although maybe what we should do is that upcoming for Man Pam birthday, we could have like a board game day again. Oh. Although she might invite her friends. Oh, uh, wait. What? <laughs> no, no. I'm the type of person who will have to. I have to have a separate birthday thing for my flaky friends so that they can all cancel on it and it won't end up happening. Aww. And then I'll have a birthday thing for the friends that actually show up and are into board games and stuff. Yeah. Poor Amanda. Aww. I feel sorry for men because it's not her friends that I have problems with. It might be their significant others. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So right. I. I ha- this is like side note, but it, it might be it's relevant to escape rooms because it's who do you invite out to escape rooms, right? And when your friends are really into that sort of stuff, because well, she's my friend. She's been my friend since elementary school, and she's in Toronto. <laughs> and I don't think she listens to this, so it's fine. But yeah, uh, I invited her out to something the other night uh, to a puzzled pint. Oh, we went right. to puzzled pint, oh, and then she went, "Oh yeah, let me ask my boyfriend," and I'm like. 
oh crap because I've complained about her boyfriend enough to all my other friends that Errol was just like oh I guess I'm not going anymore <laughs> oh no <laughs> <laughs> so I feel bad because she would really enjoy it, but yeah, we mm. meh, yeah. no one really likes your boyfriend. <laughs> Although some of them were interested to see her boyfriend after everything as you a said curiosity, about him. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, to see what all the fuss was about and everything. And <laughs> that's okay. We also have other friends that we don't invite out uh, to escape rooms, not because of them, but because of significant others. Yep, yep, yeah. mm-hmm. yep. And that's that's a tough thing because it's like you need a team, but you know this person comes with this other person. <laughs> They're a package, and then you know. See those people, I'm okay if they ghosted. But <laughs> no, you can't let it go. And and I know like, we're talking about ghosting a lot. You have to listen to the previous right, podcast yeah. to understand <laughs> my ire with this. <laughs> Yeah, or my family. Uh, my poor family. What? Who, who oh, doesn't oh get, I like your family. I know, but they're not allowed to be invited anymore. No, well, no, it's not because it's because they they're the type of family that decides eh, this is not a priority. I'm going to just say no at the last minute. Yes, oh. that's very much my youngest brother. My next youngest brother. Um, next well, he, he, brother. He he doesn't live in toronto but he also he would just be the type that'd be like yeah yeah such a great idea and then like he would ghost you pretty much and then like the night of being like so we still doing it and you've like already made plans elsewhere and yeah (laughs) and my sister she's just busy so yeah and it's okay to say no don't keep saying yes until the very last minute and i said no no i'm sorry i can't anymore so poor Mm. kyle because he (laughs) agreed to help with our wedding event and i was already having problems getting volunteers to be like the guards and stuff and and so like i'd had three other guys cancel on me and then you know I'd got we'd gotten replacements. I'm like, I think we're okay. I think we have enough people. And then like the night before, Kyle was like, Oh, I don't know if I can do this anymore. Sorry, I'm kind of tired. And I was like, work has been really busy. And I just like I pulled the family card. And I'm like, you do this for me now. I am your sister. And he did it, and he had a great time. But I think he was actually more nervous than anything. Oh, your poor family. And then your sister canceled on me three times. <laughs> yeah, she did. And that was before she had children. So, like, there wasn't even really oh. a great excuse. I mean, yeah, so we invited her out to three times for three different rooms. Aww. And then I went to the last one. She came to one of our board game nights one night. Yeah. And she had so much fun. Yeah. And she's never been able to come since. Yeah. And it Aww. sucks. And now she lives in Oakville, so it doesn't matter. But, mm. you know. So, poor Amanda. I give her a hard time with her family. Yes, yes. And so that's why it was great, you know, when you find a group of people who will go. (laughs) Like Margo. Margo always goes. Somebody (laughs) says, I will go, and then they go. Yeah. (laughs) You would think the the basic... (laughs) That's why it's the same thing about ghosters. I don't understand. (laughs) You don't just... Just disappear. It depends. Like if it's for something like somebody's birthday dinner oh, or whatever, whatever. Yeah. But if it's an if it's an appointment that you booked that there are tickets involved, yeah. I'm yeah. like, no, yeah. no, 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 no. You need more notice than mm. that. For sure. Or if you're volunteering for something, or you know, mm-hmm. something that you've just committed to. It's called a yeah. commitment for yeah. a reason. No, I agree with Ruby. If I've committed to something and I can't do it, then I'll go out of my way to find someone to take over because yeah. it was a, it was my responsibility. And now I got to figure out how to fix that. I mean, that's that's me, though. Believe it or not. I mean, I might sound like the most irresponsible person on the planet on this podcast, and and, and maybe my 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 wife thinks. I don't know, that. Mike We're, and Ruby. Do you guys have people you've stopped asking to escape rooms? Oh, or? plenty. Yeah. yeah, we just whatever. I mean, like the the truth is that like a lot of our friends are like at the young. They have young kids. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they're the hardest to get out. We hardly see them. But they probably say no. They can't do yeah. it. Yeah. And then there's the and others. That's okay. That's okay to say yeah. no. And then there's the others that like, you know, they, they, they became the minus ones or like they, <laughs> it just didn't work out or there was too many alphas. So it's like, you know what? We'll just set up our own kind of groups away from you guys. <laughs> 
and then they'll be like, oh, have you been doing escape rooms lately? Yeah, 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 yeah. So how are your or kids? Or they'll be like, oh, we see that you guys went to this and this and this escape room all over your Facebook. <laughs> your check-ins. It's like, yeah. yeah. Cool, Actually, cool, I cool, get that cool, too. Cool. Like, oh, we see you guys do so many escape rooms. Why don't you ever invite us when yeah. you're going out? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I, have, I have a team. I have a team. And it's when like, my team invites me... It's like, you can come to Nerf or War if you want. You could say, I invited you once, and you said no. You had your chance. <laughs> wow. Now Errol has marked you as <laughs> untrustable. For more on commitments and ghosting, stay tuned for the next episode of Room Escape Divas. Uh, yes, it's been an hour. It's been an hour? It's been an okay, hour sorry. Of us. Well, why are you sorry? Well, maybe I, I extended it further than I should have. Well, we always go oh, an hour. Yeah. I don't think you have. Mm. Besides, didn't Mike say he was editing this one? No. Uh, did yeah, he? I did. <laughs> <laughs> Making all these commitments. Yeah, I'll yes. do it. I know, but you're an expert now because you have no. multiple podcasts. And this one doesn't have like a Skype thing to deal what? with. <laughs> All right. Yes. We'll have to cut that out because Mike just made fun of clickers. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Editing podcasts are tough, especially when you start hearing all the little things. Mm-hmm. Which and isn't it, a bad thing. Everybody has vocal tics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. Cool, yeah. cool, 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 Take us out, man pans. Woo! Room Escape Divas is brought to you by Inverse Genius. You can go to inversegenius.com. To find other fun podcasts. What are you doing? He's actually crawling over this time. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Just like this one, you can email us at roomescapedivas at gmail.com. Oh, no one will be able to hear it. Uh, Facebook, like it, you know, and Twitter, use the hashtag redivas. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye.